You are listening to The Riding, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to The Riding, DFS, and Betting podcast, week 10. Seven and two on the season, halfway through. It's been a good year so far. Let's keep it rolling. Two and one on the spread picks last week. Forgot to mention that on the recap show. Two weeks ago, I went two and oh. Got some DMs that they want to hear my spread picks every week. I did it in week one and then forgot to do it ever since. Puts me at six and one on giving away spread picks on the podcast or on the live stream. It's good. Can't guarantee that percentage going forward, but let's see if we can end the year with a winning record. I'll give two or three away. Every week from here on out. All right, so still some things to shake out uh, in terms of this slate. But it looks like at quarterback, it will be either Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes, I would think, right? I mean, Fields bumped up uh, almost $1,200 to 6500 He's still probably going to hit value at home against the Lions. He's a good bet, and he's not terribly expensive. The payup option is Patty Mahomes against the Jags at seven nine. There are some cheaper. There is some cheaper stuff like Trevor Lawrence is fifty four against uh, KC. Sam Ellinger and Case Keenum are probably going to be really cheap starters. I just don't think we're going to shy away from. Fields, Mahomes. There may be someone that pops up um, in terms of, you know, when I put a whole squad together, I might need $400, so I have to go down to somebody, and I don't mind it. That type of thing. But honestly, I think it's probably going to be Fields or Mahomes at quarterback. Um, Running back is interesting. There are a few options. Saquon at the top. I mean, he gets Houston. They're bottom seven. Actually, they're the worst. They're the worst run run defense in terms of fantasy points, according to 4 for 4 adjusted fantasy rating. He's getting like 25 opportunities a game. If you can fit him in, he's 8-6. That's the only part that is a little bit iffy. 8-6. We don't have a super cheap quarterback. So, maybe Saquon. Alvin Kamara at Pittsburgh, 7-4. Kind of had a down week last week in prime time, but, you know, he is just going to, he's going to get the looks. He's going to get the targets from Andy Dalton. Don't mind Alvin Kamara. Travis Etienne is only 7-1. He should probably, like, he's playing as if he's like an 8-8.5K back, right? His usage and his production is on par with the best running backs in football right now. So still at 7-1. And DraftKings isn't going to bump a guy from 6K to 9K after one or two weeks of high usage. However, we have to play him until that salary catches up. He's at Kansas City, and he's gotten 30 touches, basically, as a starter since James Robinson has left. Uh, Damian Pierce looks interesting at 6'3 against the Giants. Deion Jackson is 5-4. He had a terrible week last week, but he's not playing the Patriots this week. He's actually playing 
the Raiders, who is who are one of the worst defenses against the run. I could see Deion Jackson having some room to run this week, um, as long as we're sure that Jonathan Taylor doesn't play. Other than that, though, running back is not, there's not much to dive down for. So, um, you know, there's a Germany game this week. There's some buys this week. There's obviously the other primetime games. So there's not a ton of games on the slate, not a ton to pick from at running back. Wide receiver, obviously we have Cup, Tyreek, Devontae at the top. If you're going to pay up, obviously, those are the guys you're going to look to. Cup's kind of expensive. Devontae... I mean, it's tough to trust that Raiders offense. I, he's going to have weeks where he, he did a couple weeks. Uh, last week was the last week. He was like 10 for 140 and 2. He's going to have weeks where he's 4 for 40. It's just the nature of that offense. Although Renfro is not. Renfro's on IR. Waller's on IR. There's really not, there's really not many people to throw to. Tyreek against the Browns. He's just having a monster season. Wouldn't fault anybody for playing. Tyreek and Cash this week. As for the more realistic options, right? I mean, like, are we going to be able to pay up for Tyreek, Cup, or Adams potentially? But who are the guys that are in that mid-range that we really want to look at? Juju, 6K. He has 10 catches last week, 7 for 120 and 1 the week before, 5 for 110 and 1 the week before that. Jacksonville's a bottom five fantasy defense in terms of wide receivers points allowed I think Juju makes a lot of sense uh, we can go back to the monitor St. Brown he's been solid not great um, you know but if six for 70 seven for 60 seven for 70 is going to be his floor you know he's seeing nine to ten targets every week Amonra is on the table Christian Kirk at Five nine, they're gonna have to throw. Like I feel like the Jags. This is the week that the Jags pass catchers actually hit their value. They're going to see an uptick in the amount of pass attempts that are thrown. Um, I don't think it's too thin to play Etn and Christian Kirk. Um, so I think Kirk will. You know he'll push for double digit targets again. Rondell Moore at 5'2 is really seeing uh, an increased opportunity, even with Hopkins back. I mean, potentially that's what he needed to be unlocked, to be, you know, not the focal point, which is crazy that, you know, they're putting him on the outside. They're kind of doing weird stuff with him. The offense really wasn't clicking. Now that he's on the inside, 10, 10, and 8 targets in his last three games. We could also look to the cheaper Jacksonville receivers. They always pop in models, um, in optimizers. Zay Jones, Marvin Jones. You know, if you can't play Kirk, maybe you drop down to one of those guys. Hopefully that uptick in, in pass attempts that we're talking about comes to fruition and they benefit in that game. I really like Van Jefferson. So I have a couple guys that I like as single I mean you could use you could use them in game stacks obviously because we like we like Justin Fields but I have a couple guys that I like as breakout players they're in my four for four breakout player model or article I should say Sam Hoppins model. The first one is Van Jefferson. 
So he came back last week, looked rusty, dropped some passes, but he got a ton of usage, right? He got five targets in that game. Some of them were a good bit downfield. I think with an extra week of practice under his belt, some game action under his belt this week against the Cardinals, we could see, and he's only 3,500, right? So what does he really need? I mean, that unlocks a ton of that stuff up top, right? If you play, I'm not talking about cash, I'm talking about tournaments here, but do play Van Jefferson, you can unlock it. Potentially, you're going from, you know, playing someone like Christian Kirk, dropping down to Van Jefferson, and then that extra 2K, 2.5K can get you up to someone like Tyree Kill or Saquon Barkley in tournaments. You know, you can unlock a stud with him. I also like Chase Claypool this week. Um, you know, he's out of Pittsburgh, crowded receiver room. Fields didn't waste any time getting him the ball. They didn't waste any time getting him the ball in Chicago. He had six targets, only reeled in two. I mean, if you if you watch the game, they went to him in the clutch downfield on their last possession. It was like a 40-yard bomb. He was interfered with. The NFL came out the next day and said that it should have been pass interference. Guy was draped all over him. Um, but it just goes to show you that they traded for him and they're going to use him. So he's only 4,800. I really like Chase Claypool this week. There was one more. And I don't have him written down. And I don't know who it was. I'll figure it out for you and I'll let you know on the live stream on Sunday. Uh, tight ends in cash this week. Um, Greg Dulcich is, looks good. I mean, we could go back to Foster Moreau. There's Evan Engram. Those are probably the guys that I am most interested in in cash games. I'm going to leave it at that. I'll let you know on the live stream on Sunday morning. It'll again be, so basketball has started and will continue from like uh, 8 to 10 every Sunday. So and that's my, my daughter's basketball team, that is. Uh, so the live streams will be more like around 11, 11.30, just so you know. Defense. Cardinals at the Rams. I like going after Matt Stafford. Yes, they have prolific players on that offense. However, Stafford can definitely make mistakes. Minnesota at Buffalo, if Case Keenum starts, they're underpriced for that type of matchup. He can make some mistakes as well. And the Steelers, anytime the Saints come north like this, outdoors, a little bit chillier, a little bit more weather involved, Andy Dalton, of course Andy Dalton played in, in Cincinnati, so it's not that big of a deal for him. But the Saints in general, playing north, they always just underperform on offense a little bit, tend to make some more mistakes, so I like the Steelers in that one. That's about it. I'll have my core four. So right now, it's looking like Fields, ETN. That's about it. Fields and ETN is about all I have locked in right now. I will get my full core four, and we'll talk about some against the spread picks on Sunday around 11 or 11.30. See you guys.